Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. Welcome today to All Nations Church. Aren't you glad you're here? I know for the last few weeks folks have been using that name, but today is our official rebrand. And we are so grateful that you are here and excited for what God is going to do this morning at All Nations Church. Please be seated for just a few moments. I have some folks coming to share testimonies this morning. If y'all would come at this time, that would be great. I loved it. Pastor Amy told me this morning in the green room that they were doing a fundraiser for Peru yesterday. And they asked her, what church are you from? And when she said, all nations, they said, we've never heard of it. I love that. We're getting ready to make a mark on Tallahassee. Amen. Bill Agner. As most of y'all know, Sherry and I have served this church for the last 42 years. We've tried to be faithful in our tithes, in our, in our service, and in our prayers. But anything we've done is never enough for what this church has done for us. But we have never ever had the excitement that we feel today. We know that God is going to do a great thing as all nations church. We will see an explosion in miraculous and healing and in the growth of the kingdom of God because what we're saying is all nations is not concerned about us. We're concerned about you. Good morning church family. This is an exciting day. When I was reflecting on our name change and what we've been as Christian heritage for so many years, you know, it's, we've been here for over 30 years. And we raised our children. Thank you, Anne and Cal, for the teachings that you did with our children. It means everything. Y'all were a part of that heritage. We learned so much through the years, and we're never going to lose what we learned. But there is an excitement. This is a new day, and this fulfills Scripture. Our focus now is not our heritage. We're not going to lose that. But our focus is moving forward and reaching all nations. And I couldn't, every time I hear it, it didn't happen at first, but every time I hear it, there's such a bubbling in my spirit about this. So this is a good thing. Oh, okay. Good morning, church. For me to convey what the name All Nations means to me, I need to first give you a backdrop. And that backdrop is this. As part of the conditions with the bank, we had to go through audits. And for me, that audit was a battle report. And as we looked at the last page of that audit, year after year after year, it said the same thing. We don't know how long they're gonna survive. But when we saw this last battle report, the last report said, if they continue to go in this direction, they're gonna be fine. And what it means to me is, and I wanna make sure I don't get this wrong, but uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans for you to prosper, declares the Lord. Not, for, not harm to come to you. God knows where he wants us to be. And just as I said, Abram, his name wasn't bad, but it did not fit the purpose. And we are going towards the purpose. And so for me, it means that God has been faithful to us. Thank you. 
Well, good morning. You know, when I thought about the change that uh, is underway with the new name, All Nations, the first thing that came to mind is that, you know, change. We all are facing change. The, the world is changing every day. I thought about the fact that every day there's a new beginning. There are new opportunities, there are new challenges, there are new mercies. That's a change. But to get right to the point, when we look at rebranding a name of a church, that's a bold change. I, for one, am not one that really embraced change so readily like most people, but I'm not afraid of change. In fact, when we look at change, Jesus said this. He said, go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go ye therefore to go. That's a change. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's a tremendous change. So when we look at, at, at change, we have to understand that change is not something new. It's something that we have to not only embrace, but we have to celebrate. I envision that when people come to this church and they see the name All Nations, they see a place that uh, all nationalities are welcome. It's a place where cultures are not checked at the front door, but it's a place where cultures are celebrated. And when I look around and I see change, I say, you know what? This particular body, when we look at all nations and we look at what we're about, our vision is about all nations. Our vision also speaks to our culture. Our culture is who we are and it's what we represent. And speaking of representation, when I look around and we look at this particular body, we see a representation of many nations. We see Panamanians, we see Jamaicans, we see uh, uh, Mexicans, we see uh, uh, Liberians, and we see Nigerians, South Africans, we see Italians, we see Panamanians, and, and the list goes on and on and on. So there is a representation here. And I envision that as we move forward with this name, All Nations, I envision that those that are coming to this uh, body for the first time, as they see the name, All Nations, and they open the front door, I envision that down Main Street, they will see flags flying of different nations. They will see pictures on the walls of Christians from around the world in different countries that are worshiping Jesus. I also envision that we will have an All Nations Day, Pastor, where everyone will be encouraged to dress in their cultural attire and their ancestry uh, background will be identified. I also envision that after service there will be a sampling of cuisine from different countries. I just threw that in. But the point I think that is most uh, important as I see it is that when we look at all nations, we want a place where visitors will come and immediately feel welcome and feel the love of God from the moment they walk into the door until the final amen. And I envision that this place will be a representative, it will be a forerunner of all nations that will be celebrated, all nations celebrated in heaven. Thank you.
Good morning, buenos dias, all nations. As we start a new rebranding of the name, it really did touch me just knowing that this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. This is where beauty is going to rise from ashes, where we're going to invite every dialect, every language, because we're going to touch so many people from different age groups, from different communities, touch our extended families, where they're going to be so filled with the love of Jesus that they never met. And I'm going to say this in Spanish, por tu gloria, yo haría todo, solo para verte, para tenerte como rey, for your glory, I would do anything just to see you and behold you as my king. My name is Rodney Rowland, and back in 1996, God really changed my life, and uh, this song really brings back a lot of memories. My daughter and I, she was nine years old, Rebecca. We were looking for a church, you know, and I prayed. I said, God, I want to go to the church you want me to be a part of. And we visited several churches. I come out of the Baptist background, small Southern Baptist, free will Baptist, Baptist. And, uh, you know, we came here when it was at the other building in 96 and, uh, what struck me was the freedom, people lifting their hands, the worship. And I was used to doing worship out of hymnals and not a whole lot of clapping hands. You'd clap hands maybe when a special singer came in or whatever. But really enjoyed it and we visited some more churches and I asked Rebecca, I said, what church do you like? And she said, I like the loud one. <laughs> and I did too. So we came back. And uh, another thing that struck me was the diversity of people. I'd never been to a church. Uh, w w the churches I grew up in were all white, you know. And I knew th that there was something better. There was something wrong with that. And uh, I could, there's so many memories. I just want to... Uh, acknowledge Pastor Shelley. What a great foundation in, in the Jewish roots and the feast and just so much knowledge he poured into us. And, and, and we want to remember our heritage, but wow, the best is yet to come. That's right. Right? And we appreciate the past, but we're looking forward. And it's a good thing and like I say, the best is yet to come. Good morning, all nations. I am Katura Young, for those of you that may not know me. Um, all nations, what does it mean to me? It means vision, new beginning, and diversity. A vision started with a thought pastor had a vision to change the church's name. Before the vision can come to light, it must be written down. Habakkuk 2.2 reads, and the Lord answered and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tablets that all may run that read it. 
Today we see the vision written through our signs, through our website, through our new bulletin. All Nations Church, many will see the sign and spread the news and general conversation about the name change. Before you know, our name will be throughout the communities and the city. Remember that all may run that read it, spreading the good news. New beginnings also means restoration for me. We don't have time, we don't have to wait for a clean slate. For 1 Peter 5.10 reads, after you have suffered a little while, God of all grace who has come, who has called you to eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And I feel that's what's happening here today. Amen. With the natural eye, change seems far away. When we first began, when Pastor first, um, Pastor Steve and Miss Yvonne first came here, gosh, we talked about um, just, well, we were going through so many challenges, should I say. But I think change is here, and we're looking forward to the future. But we can rest assured that God is a God of restoration, for his word speaks, Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I am doing a new thing, and now it springs forth, do not perceive it. I will make a way in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. There is absolutely no obstacle God cannot knock down. No matter where you are in your life and in your faith, he will, will not hold, withhold not one good thing from us. Diversity. As we look around in this congregation, as the others have stated and as pastor has stated, we are surrounded by different ethnic groups, people from all countries and communities and states. The Bible says where two or three are gathered in his name, there he will be in the midst, Matthew 18, 20. So when you ask me, what does all nations church mean to me? It means a vision, new beginning, and diversity. Amen. Well said, Keturah. Um, <clears throat> I believe I shared this before, but all nations to me, the way it spoke to me, was I look at the vision set forth by pastor, and, and it's on the website, it's very clear, reach all people by all means. Right. And even in the mission itself, he you know, stating, um, uh, basically referring to the Great Commission. And, and this is a, it's a thing of the principle of sowing and reaping. That is the ultimate principle of sowing and reaping. That's what Jesus told us to do the last thing before he left. So, but going back and thinking, well, how did we get here? How did I get here as far as looking at it that way? Uh, my wife and I, Lauren and I, came here in 2003. Before that, we did not go to a church. We were saved. But I grew up in South Louisiana, and I was a Catholic. So kind of similar to you, 
Rodney in a way, you know, it was, wasn't very exciting going to church and it just sort of killed it for me for a long time. So uh, we got to a point where we just knew we needed some discipling and, and growing in the Lord. We weren't really living in victory. And I think like a lot of people, uh, I guess we're like a lot of people, you know, when you go to church, your first of all, your first focus is what can I get out of it? And that's, that's where we were for a very, very long time is just, uh, you know, well, what, what, what's, what can I get blessing and so forth? And not really getting so much, as much the sowing part. It, you know, people really tend to focus on the reaping early on. Now, I've had a, a, a lot of mentors and people I still look up to um, still go to this church. Some people have moved on. Some people have moved on to heaven. Now, one person in particular who moved on to heaven that I want to tell you about is a man by the name of Mike Floyd. Um, and I just realized this morning he died about 10 years ago. And uh, he was a spiritual father to me. I don't know if you, you know that, um, but he was an amazing person. He was a very um, devoted Christian, very successful businessman. He was an author. He had a television show. But those aren't the things that attracted you to him. They, they weren't. That, that just wasn't even part of his personality. It was his giving. He was always giving of his time, of his resources, and it, it just attracted me. And, and, you know, we just had some wonderful, wonderful times together. He, he went way, way too fast from us. Um, but what really attracted me was just his giving all the time. He would, you know, you couldn't go to lunch with him and pay for his lunch. I mean, he would just pay. He would just do everything. And he would call and he would email and, you know, spend time with you at any time. Um, on the day of his funeral, there was something I, I, I had never realized. And to me, I think it was God confirming it to me, was that I found out that his birthday was the same birthday as mine, February 23rd. Different years, of course. But um, that, that really struck me from that day forward that um, I, I, I took that as God saying, that's how, you, that's how I want you or who I want you to emulate you know, in your life. Is, is Mike. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to give some um, shout out to my spiritual father and his memory, but uh, let's, let's give a shout out to uh, our father in heaven. Okay. Amen. Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. He said, give a shout out to the father in heaven. He didn't say give a shout out to Mark. He said give a shout out to the Father in heaven. You ought to be on your feet, raising your hands and giving the Lord the highest praise there is. I need about seven folks that don't mind lifting up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! Oh, come on. Hallelujah! I, I felt the anointing ever since I walked in here this morning because I knew God was getting ready to make a transition to be on the same page I'm on right about now after all of these testimonies. I'm sorry, Pastor, but I just feel the power of the Holy Ghost, and anytime I feel him, I just have to let him go and have his way. 
I, I, I come with a short testimony because I just feel God's getting ready to elevate us to another level. And, 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 and on this level that he's getting ready to take us to, he needs some Holy Ghost warriors that don't mind making some noise for him, that don't mind making a few laps around this place for him because he's getting ready to lose some things for all nations. Oh, come on in this place, people. tied up with this for many years now when pastor made the announcement of a name change see I was part of that I was a part of it when he said when in order to get to the next step we got to move past Christian heritage let me read something out of Job for you Joel second chapter the 11th verse and I, I just want to piggyback off this just for a little bit it says the Lord gives voice before his army uh-huh the Lord gives voice before his army here's here's the other part I want you to check out it said for his camp is very great this is this is what I like with that's happening today it says for the strong is the one who execute his work Oh, that a shout right there. For the strong is the one that execute his word. I need about seven folks. We're going to get there in just a minute. Hang tight. But I need about seven folks that know seven is a sign of completion. Come on. I need seven folks that don't mind running down here because Paul getting ready to take us to church one more time in just a few minutes. But don't mind executing. Know that we are executing the word of God by changing from Christian over to all nations is there anybody in here that know that in the process of a change there's a new beginning I need some warriors in this place that don't mind shaking the dust off of Christian heritage as we get ready to enter over into something new see in the transition period you always got to move from one place over to another see when your day when the Lord calls your name you make a transition from here to there see we're moving from Christian heritage to all nations a transition period see when I think of transition I think of baseball when the runners start moving around the bases, they're making a transition to get to the home plate. And I call this the home plate today because we just made a transition from first to second to third, from third to home today, where we're changing over from being on one side to moving to the other side, where God is calling us to go to all nations. some order here I would tell them the same set of fire but we got some order today and it says we're moving forward is there anybody in here ready to move forward today oh come on is there anybody in here that's ready to move forward today when I think about remembering the past and if you want to be seated you can I'm not going to be very long and y'all stay right there, Paul and Melissa. 
When I think about remembering the past, the clearest example in Scripture that shows us how to appreciate yesterday and move forward in today, today is Joshua chapter 4. Because in Joshua chapter 4, 40 years of Moses' reign had ended with his death. Joshua was appointed by God to be the leader of Israel, to take them out of that 40-year wandering into the promised land. And the first thing that had to be done was cross the Jordan River at flood season. And so God gave specific directions to Joshua. You can read it in Joshua chapter 4. Put verse 3 on the screen for me if you would please. The Bible says, and God commanded them saying, take for yourselves 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You'll carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then in verse 6, it says these words, that this may be a sign, what? These stones that they pulled out of the bottom of the Jordan yeah. River and built a memorial in Gilgal, that these stones would be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, saying, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them. You'll remember what God has done. Yeah. You see, when we look back, we're remembering what God has done. Joshua built a huge memorial out of stones from the bottom of the river to remind the people of Israel in years to come, look what God has done. So today, we build a memorial to yesterday. Today, we build a memorial to our past. Today, we honor those who have gone before us so that we can look back and we can say, look what God has done. And we're thankful for that. But listen, Joshua didn't just build one memorial. Did you know that? You need to read that story again because in verse 9, it says that God instructed him to build another memorial in the middle of the Jordan River. That's interesting, isn't it? One stood to speak of the fact of what God had done. Now God's saying you're going to build another one. Only this one is going to be rocks. We don't know where they came from. Maybe from the fields, the pastures, we don't know. But you're going to build it right smack dab in the middle of the river where the priest stood holding the Ark of the Covenant, where the presence of God yeah. showed up and the waters rolled back and you walked across on dry ground. In that riverbed, you're going to build a memorial. Now listen, folks, I think this is the most significant thing I'm going to say this morning. I appreciate the past. Yes. I see the memorials from yesterday, but there is something stirring in my spirit that says it's time to build a memorial in the river. And when you read that verse, it says years later, it was still there. Now catch this. The stones were in the river. The water was flowing over them. They stood for years as a memorial of what God had done that day. But listen, water symbolizes life. And in Israel, the Jordan River is life for the entire nation. All life flows from it. Crops are watered because of it. Drinking water is received from the Jordan River. So when God said to Joshua, you build that memorial in the riverbed to symbolize what I have done. You know what he's saying? He's saying it not only says what I did this day, but it says water of life is going to flow from this place. And I'm showing you things that will yet come to pass. That's why Jesus said, in John 7, 37 and 38, whosoever believes in me, 
Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, come on, somebody. Are you ready to stop looking back and stop moving in to that fresh flow of God's resource and God's supply? Where the water of life begins to flow in us and through us. The water washed over those rocks in the Jordan year after year after year after year. And every time the waters came down from the Golan Heights into the Jordan River and flowed all the way down to the Dead Sea, those waters brought life to the nation of Israel. Well, I've come to tell you today, as Zach said, I'm looking for some people who will stand to their feet, who will say, I'm putting my feet on the water of life above the memorial, not of what he's done, but what he's going to do as water of life flows through us. Hit it again, Paul. Sing it out. Listen, right now, this is the call. Worship team, board of trustees and spouses, elders and deacons, if you're willing to say, I'm going to set my feet on the water in the rock. I'm going to set my feet on that memorial. I'm going to let God wash over me. I'm going to let God roll over me. Listen, sitting in my office at 6.30 this morning, pretty much had everything ready for today. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, there's one more thing you need to tell them. Because when you go to Joshua chapter 5, after the Israelites had crossed the Jordan, after the men who were born in the wilderness had been circumcised, after they received their first Passover in the promised land, then God said, today... Today, today has the shame, the disgrace, the reproach of your slavery been broken off of you. I've come to stand before you and say that today, the shame, the disgrace of church splits, of mishandlings and misdealings, of dishonesty, it's broken off of all nations, church. Oh, come on, somebody. Today. sing this song when I found out they wanted to be a part of the service and bring their church from Faith Heritage in Quincy and celebrate with us. They've been a part of Yvonne and I's lives for a number of years and part of this church a few years ago. Uh, we sent them out to Faith Heritage to pastor that church. Hadn't been a very easy road for them. It's been very difficult. A lot of challenges, physical challenges for both of them. A lot of spiritual demonic attacks. The church burned down just a year ago in January. That brought a whole other slew of problems and challenges. But I wanted them to be here today to celebrate with us because this isn't just about all nations. It's about you. 
and God's going to do a new thing, a powerful thing. Quincy, Florida needs Jesus Christ. God's going to open the windows of heaven. He's going to pour out blessings that can't be contained. He's going to bring in a harvest because he said he would. When we're faithful to sow, he's faithful to bring the harvest. I also wanted them here because Melissa is a graphic artist. She did the logos and the new name for us. She did a wonderful job. And I wanted to publicly thank her for making that happen. I also want to say thank you to our staff, to Pastor Mike, to Sadie, to Jessica, for making all this stuff happen, for Carlos Butts and Zach Howard for making everything happen on the back end. There's a couple little things we still need to tweak, but we're moving forward. And let me say it one more time. When God gives us a new name, it's not to change our destiny but it's to cause us to step into right. our destiny. When God met Jacob and he wrestled with him all night, he changed his name from Jacob to Israel, one who contends with God. Now it had always been Jacob's destiny to be the father of Israel. That was there, that was God's plan. But Jacob, because of his selfishness, his twisted personality, is bent towards deceit, had never stepped into that destiny. But there was a day when God himself showed up and wrestled with Jacob. And at the end of that wrestling match, he said, your name is no longer Jacob. It is Israel, he who contends with God. And from Israel came the 12 tribes that we know as the nation of Israel today. Oh, come on, somebody. I'm speaking it to you. He changes our name to put us into our destiny and what he's called us to be. What he called this church to be 107 years ago, he's still calling us to be today. We are to be an arm of evangelization. Evangelization. We are to be a witness and a word to a lost and a dying world. We're to reach every people, every color, every race, every tribe, every ethnicity, every language, every culture in this house. Oh, come on. Give him praise. He has positioned us this day to step into the destiny he preordained at the beginning of this church. Listen, God doesn't want his church to be weak, impotent, and powerless. God doesn't want his church to be a handful of the same color folks talking the same language. God wants his church to look like the world. God wants his church to reflect the love of Jesus Christ. God wants his church to be a sampling not a sampling. God wants his church to be a mighty, powerful example of what the kingdom really is. And what the kingdom really is, is you. So this morning, here's my charge. We're stepping into our destiny. We have an opportunity to see things that have never been seen, do things that have never been done, because God is saying, there's a clean slate before you. All nations, nobody's heard of us. Thank you, Father. Pastor Amy, that was the greatest thing I could have heard this morning. Because for six years, I have heard 
all the negative. But God is saying it's a clean slate. Nobody knows you. Come on. Go make my name great. Go make my name great. Go exalt King Jesus. Do something that turns the world upside down. Amen. Aren't you glad this morning that we are now, say it with me, all nations, all nations, all nations. I'm kind of going to insist that you go back to your seat, but there's a couple more things I've got to do. So if you want to, we'll just be another minute and then we'll get you out of here. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Paul and Melissa, so much for that powerful, powerful song and that word. We receive it this morning. Thank you so much to everyone. I just wanted to say it has been praying for me. You know, I've had pneumonia for four weeks. I feel better today than I have in the recent weeks. And I appreciate your continued prayers. Where is my good buddy, Donna Mulfers? I know she's here somewhere. All right back there at the back. Donna, I want to talk about you. Four weeks ago, when she heard I was sick, you know what she said? Well, that's what he gets for riding that motorcycle in the rain. And then when she found out it was full-blown pneumonia, she said, well, you know, it takes the elderly a lot longer to heal. <laughs> I can take a joke, but that was too far. <laughs> Just kidding you, daughter. We love you. Two things I want you to be aware of, then Ivana's going to come. If you'll come right now, honey, I'd appreciate it. First, uh, as a part of the sale of Heritage Plaza, which happened, uh, the closing happened last August, we actually escrowed $153,000 to pay for our portion of resurfacing the parking lot. And I'm so thrilled to tell you that that work begins tomorrow morning. Amen. <laughs> Moving forward, that's progress. So we're excited to what God is doing. I'll keep you informed about if we have to make any adjustments. They know we meet on Sunday, so we should be okay. But Wednesdays or other activities, we may have to make some adjustments in the parking lot. We'll keep you informed about that. I don't know if you realize it or not, but anytime there's a new parking lot in front of a building, it speaks volumes. So just be thankful God is doing that and be thankful that through the sale, we're not paying anything out of our pocket. It came out of the sale of the plaza. That's even better, amen? That's good stuff. And then secondly, we had a family, a young mother with four kids who during the storms Thursday night, a limb fell on her house and pretty well destroyed the house. If, and I've been looking for other resources and avenues and lodging and housing. Because of the circumstances, traditional means are not available. But if perhaps you know someone who thinks out of the box, who's willing to help us, I'd really appreciate it if you'd send me an email or give me a call and let me know. Please don't do me a favor. Don't tell me I don't May Street this afternoon. I won't remember. Send me an email. Give me a call so I can actually process that and see if we can help this family. All right? Thank you. Well, good morning, all nations. Good morning. Man, it's so good that each and every one of you are here tonight or today. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure I get to let you uh, release you guys. So, everybody up. So, I want you to get out of your seats and I want you to greet your all nations family.
no, don't leave. We're not done with church. Don't leave. Y'all get back in here. He won't let me let y'all get out of your seats again if you leave. (laughs) Well, as you make your way back to your seats, if you're with us for the first time, we're so glad you're with us. We just know that God has touched you today. If you're with us online, welcome. Welcome to All Nations Church. We're glad you're with us and pray that God meets you right where you're at. If you are here in the building with us for the first time, there is a card right in front of you. It says, welcome home. We want to say welcome home because that's what we feel like. We are home. We're family. So please get this card, fill it out, drop it in the offering bucket as it goes by. That way we can get to know you just a little bit. After this service that we've just had, the next card I'm going to talk about, and it says, put me in coach. So all of us here, we all need to be picking this card up, saying, put me in, coach. Amen? And then if you have a prayer request, there's a card there also. Please fill that that out and drop it in the offering bucket. We will pray with you over your prayer request. Real quick, just want to make an announcement is right after the service, directly across the hall, if you are new with us for the last six months, anywhere in the last six months, we have a luncheon set up just for you. So please, even if you didn't get your name on the list, go straight across the hall. There's gonna be people there to welcome you and help you find a seat. And we just wanna have lunch with you because I know I get to know somebody better when I sit down over a meal and sit and talk to them. So that's what we wanna do today. So please join us across the way and we're so glad that you're with us. God bless you. Good morning. It was so much fun yesterday. We had a Peru missions trip fundraiser. We did this exercise class. I know some of us are sore, some are not. Good for you if you're not, I am. And it was great going out into the community and having people ask, where are you going? What are you guys doing? Where are you from? Pastor Steve, it was awesome to say, we're from All Nations Church. And then they were like, and you're going to Peru, you guys are so awesome. And they started asking questions. You have an opportunity to do that in so many different ways. And tonight is the Kearney Center at 5.30 p.m. And you get to go and be first a reflection of Christ to people in the most desperate time in their lives. That's an opportunity. And so I hope that you'll be there at 5.30 p.m., meet in the foyer, then head back for some really simple tasks. You're just serving food, but you're giving so much more when you smile, when you tell them God bless you. There is hope. There is hope to someone that's hopeless, could be life or death. So we hope that you'll join us. Sean Bowles is coming to All Nations Church on February 18th, and they have gifted us uh, 50 tickets. So the first 50 people to sign up at guest services will land themselves free tickets. So make sure that you sign up. I had several young adults ask, when is our next young adult group meeting? We are meeting February 20th. So young adults, mark that down. Make sure you're there. We had such a good time. And uh, we're going to, you voted, we listened. You said you wanted the chapter or the book of John. And we're going to start that study February 20th. So make sure you're there. I'm
going to invite Rodney up and we're going to continue our worship with the giving of our tithes and offerings. Thanks, Rodney. Thank you, Pastor Amy. Good morning again, all nations. Well, it's time to honor our Lord through tithes and offerings. Now, do, do we fill out the checks to all nations now? Either way, CHC or all nations. And uh, if you're given by cash or a card, there's a, an envelope in the seat bag in front of you, or you can lift your hands and the ushers will bring one to you. Or you can give online at all nations, Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Hallelujah, isn't that great? Well, I was praying and I asked God what his message for the offering today was. I said, what do you want me to tell the people? And he simply said this. He said, tell them that giving tithes and offerings will not make me love them any more than I already do. But it'll make them love me more. And I was like, wow, that's cool. I said, well, scripture. And he said, where a man's treasure is, there his heart will be also. So just something to chew on and think about. It's very simple, but it's very powerful. If, 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 if you want to have a closer walk with our Lord, this is a good place to start. Amen. Father, we just come before you with thanksgiving and praise. Thank you for your word. We thank you for this new day. We thank you for this new beginning, Lord. Be magnified and be glorified through us. Let your light shine brightly through us. Not our will, but your will be done. We submit to you by faith in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I ask you, Father, to bless these tithes and offerings for the furtherance of your kingdom. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You made it to the end of the message, and now what? Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.